0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the Ed Hallback Show, where we tell life stories with sarcasm, smartass remarks, and I owe everybody a big apology today. I missed the New Year's show. It was, you know, on Mondays when I send out my podcast, there should have been a New Year's show, but there wasn't. So we're going to celebrate today. Guess why there wasn't? Somebody came down with a heck of a cold In fact, I would have been clearing my throat every 7 to 10 seconds. I talked to a buddy of mine, I called him up, and he goes, if I wouldn't have the caller ID on my cell phone, I wouldn't know who I'm talking to. This way, you didn't have to listen to me, cough, cough, hack, hack. And another thing you didn't have to do was worry about catching my cold, LOL. So today, we're going to put it in reverse. You know, this is January 15th, uh, halfway through the month already in uh, a very, very cold weekend that we just came off of. And the Chiefs had a play in uh, record-breaking sub-zero weather. Uh, They played the Dolphins, and they won. And um, I think there was a game... On the 14th postponed until the 15th, but I have not been able to keep up on that because I'm catching up on lots of other things. You know, New Year's comes and it's everybody's, the resolutions. What's your resolution? Is is that kind of like blowing out birthday candles? You're not supposed to say what your wish is? Is a resolution a wish? Are you really going to go through with it? I think something like 9% of the people, forget about it after two weeks. So I didn't make a resolution. Well, I take that back. It's not a resolution. But in this winter, as you know, I live in Iowa, I am going to try to take my podcast to the next level. And I've got some things I'm working on. And believe me, it's a learning curve for this old guy. But you know what? A lot of people wake up and they have excuses on New Year's Day other than maybe their head hurts because they partied too much the night before. They step on the scale and they go, this can't be. This damn scale's off. Oh, I can't believe it. I really watched what I ate over the holidays. Well, duh, you did. You picked it up, you looked at it, and you shoved it in your mouth. That's kind of the way that works, and it um, nobody's perfect nobody's perfect. Then also on New Year's Day, you have the daunting task of, oh, I got to get ready for my income tax. Love to procrastinate for income tax. Everybody does and it it what it does it it ends up keeping your hard drive spinning unless you have a solid state in your brain because it's on the on your back burner. Just get your income tax ready and get your paperwork together and give it to your tax guy or go on TurboTax and do it yourself. It's not simple. Procrastination will just make you worry about it. Yeah, worry about it. Yeah, then, then, oh, yeah, you got to take down all the Christmas stuff. It's kind of a good time when you take down the Christmas tree. You know, you have uh, ornaments you put away and keepsakes and a few memories and pine needles. I don't care if you have an artificial tree or a real tree. You'll have pine needles. And pine needles can be a problem. They stick to your sock. So when you go in the kitchen to get a drink of water or a treat that you feel you're deserving of because you just took off 99 ornaments and packed them away off the tree, it carries on through your sock. And then you end up with needles in the kitchen. Now, how in the heck did I do that after you get everything else cleaned up? It's crazy how that works. And then it looks so bare. Oh my goodness. It's bare as can be in your house. And it's like, what are we going to do with all this space? My goodness. I, I don't know. It, it's refreshing in a way. It's easier to clean and deep clean. Uh, my wife and I, we went through three of our major closets and her closet. We won't say if that's major or minor. And we took a ton of stuff to donate and to recycle. And you know what? Felt pretty good. I love empty shelves. I uh, The older I get, the more I try to be a minimalist. So therefore, When you put all that away, then you're kind of in the groove, you know. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, let's get organized. Let's let's get all this stuff. Oh, yeah, this is the tax stuff we fretted about. Well, let's put it all in a folder and mark it, should we? And put it neatly on our desk. Oh, and then the closets we already cleaned out, so they're good. Well, what about all this stuff in the kitchen? Do we really use 80% of what we all have in our drawers and our cupboards and everything? Let's think about this. I like to keep my life simple. I am a simple man. And um yeah. So we got rid of some kitchen stuff which was kind of nice. Then it's uh time to open the refrigerator door. Oh my goodness. What are in those empty cottage cheese containers? Those Cool Whip tubs. The Tupperware, the no-name uh, thing. Ooh, this one. <laughs> This has stuff growing on it already, and Christmas was only, what, seven, eight days away. Wow, then it's time to get rid of more stuff. And then it's like, oh, I'm exhausted. I'll go sit in the chair. Hey, there's football on. We can watch football. I love to watch football myself, but as of this recording, January 14, actually, it'll be for 15 tomorrow, I'm footballed out. I've had enough with college and pro football. I'm looking forward to spring. I'm looking forward to like 66 days left and it could be bicycle weather. My wife and I love to ride our bicycles. Downtime, kick your feet up, watch a game, fall asleep and say how long was I asleep? Crazy. Then then it's always okay. It's a new year. Yep, yep. Woohoo, new year. <laughs> we tend to say, okay, we're going to have a fresh start. We're going to exercise more. We're going to eat less. We're going to eat healthier. We're going to socialize more. We're going to do better at our job. We're going to be kinder, gentler to people, right? Well, I would say most of us all do that. Our success rate, that's personal. And I'm saying that with authority because it's my show, damn it. Anyway, but New Year's Eve, you know, they say ring in the New Year's or mark the New Year's, and that's cool. Um, I can't see midnight come around anymore. It just doesn't work for me. But but back in the day, I could. And uh, back in my single days, I really could. And I do have a Christmas Eve story, actually a couple. But this one in particular, I was heading to a party in a rural farmhouse, with a friend of mine who was quite a bit older than i and he was going to drive his car because he could make it through the drifts it was cold and drifted well guess what the big fella and i got stuck he happened to have a bottle of black velvet with him so we dipped into that a little bit listened to the radio made sure we had uh, The exhaust uh, shoveled out, and we waited because we knew somebody a half mile away, and we weren't going to walk that because we weren't dressed, and it was very cold. And all of a sudden, there were headlights about 45 minutes later coming our direction, and friends uh, helped us get out. It was a fun time. Another New Year's Eve at some other friend's house, I discovered the flip side of let it be. You know, the Beatles song, Let It Be. Yeah. Revolution. I thought that was the coolest song ever. If you're don't, if you too young to know it, or you don't remember it, just Google it or go on YouTube, put in Revolution by the Beatles. I think you'll like it. It, it was fun. It was fast. Uh, I really don't know what it meant, but it was catchy, especially when you're 21, 22 years old back when I had hair. So, we... Um, so, what other New Year's traditions are there? Oh, some people get all dolled up, they wear their sparkly dresses, their, their dinner jackets, of which I never owned any, um, and go to parties and they drink champagne, which I think tastes like ground-up celery, and um, they have fun. And sometimes they overdo it, and word has it, the champagne, uh, if consumed too much, will give you a hangover. I have never discovered that from champagne. Maybe something else, but not champagne. And everybody well wishes them, not themselves, each other at midnight. And uh, they look forward to the next year. Some of them get into good luck charms or fortunes. And, oh and the big countdown to New Year's. you know they count it down what? How many times four times? Or they start in Sydney, Australia. If you watch uh, on TV, I think it's Ryan Seacrest and and they work our way to the northern hemisphere and then we have East Coast time, Central, Mountain and Pacific. So depending on your group, You know, I know people that wanted to start the countdown early because they wanted to go to bed early, and some people say, "No, we got to wait till our time zone." Whatever, blah blah blah. But yeah, it's it's fun, and uh, you know, everybody says, "Hey, we're going to meet again next year. Who's going to throw the party, the celebration? What should we do for food?" Blah blah blah. But we turn the page into the new year, this year 2024, with a blank slate we get to write our own business our own way of life now there'll be things that will trip us up but it's not what happens to you in life it's how you deal with it and you can power through that so it's it's kind of a fun thing you know you lift your champagne glasses or whatever you say cheers or you have a toast and speaking of toast i was in guangzhou china Probably oh, 18 years ago, 18 and a half years ago. And if you've seen my picture on the website, or if you know me or have heard of me, I'm a rather tall, big guy. I stand about six foot four. And uh, in China, they don't. So when I went into the subways, uh, I could look over everybody's head because they're all pretty much the same size. So we're out for dinner one night in China in a Portuguese restaurant. And things were a little bit different than I'm used to here in North Iowa. And everybody was very polite, all the owners of the factories. And they were all young in their 30s. Me, not so much. I was in my 50s. And the one of the people I were traveling with, they said, "Ed, they're gonna toast you. They're gonna toast each and every one of us." It's like, oh boy, I'm not gonna overdo it in a foreign country with this stuff. They pour in shots and drink it, but it was dark. The the liquid was dark, so I, for lack of better words, cheated. I grabbed a a two liter Coke bottle. Are they one liters, two liters? I don't know. They're a liter Coke bottle. Because we had a beverage cart beside each of us, and I cheated and poured that in. Well, they busted me, and they laughed. And so they were going to propose a toast. So everybody stands up, and then I was supposed to stand up and accept it. Well, unbeknownst to me, because I was oh, probably a little uncomfortable getting this recognition, everybody stands up with their glass. So I stand up with my glass, and I about hit the chandelier. And everybody from shorter than me, which was everyone at the table. They looked up at me. I was kind of embarrassed. But fact of the matter was, they toasted me. Then they all wanted their picture with me. But I couldn't sit down. They wanted me to stand up. So it must be a cultural thing that other than I'm not an NBA basketball player, I was taller than the average, uh, Chinaman. And, um, Yeah, we we had a good time. It was uh, fun and interesting. But they knew how to party, and this wasn't even New Year's. Yeah, some some, uh, New Year's Eve parties, people get out uh, sparklers, like on the 4th of July. And they whip them around and all this good stuff. But uh, I have not been a part of that because where I live, almost all of my New Year's were in cold, cold weather. Anyway, um, that's, once again, I apologize for you not listening to this on January 1. It will be January 15th, but on the same token, it's my show, damn it. And you wouldn't have wanted me coughing and hacking. I've got some really great guests lined up. I've got uh, Trevor J. Brown coming back for his third time. Johnny G., uh... Johnny G is Johnny G. He hasn't been back in a while. We got the contract all smoothed over with Trevor, attorney and Johnny G. So, um, that that's going well. I got a guy named Dan Vikstrom who's going to uh, visit with me and he's got a lot of information on World War II in the South Pacific and the, gener- the what they're called the gener- the generation, no, no. The greatest generation of the people that went through the war and fought for our freedoms on World War II. But yeah, it's a fun time. I'm working on some audio tricks. I'm getting closer to figuring out the sound effects because being, for lack of better words, snowed in and in the dark in the winter, uh, it's a good time for me to work on these things to do a better job. I want to Thank everybody that listened to me in 2023. And what's interesting when I watch my statistics, some of you guys binge listen to me, and I'm, I'm going to guess it's when you're driving. I originally started this and did 20-minute podcasts, so you would have the option to listen to my podcast while you were commuting, because the average commuter in the U.S. takes 20 minutes to get to work. And I don't know how that worked out, but I, I do understand uh, people go from one podcast to the next uh, with the same podcaster because I do that the same and with some friends I've got to know that podcast as well. So happy new year on January 15th. Looking forward to more interviews coming up this year. And I do appreciate each and every one of you. In fact, my, my quote list that people send me their email. And I do not sell it. I do not do anything with it other than add you to my list 365 days a year. You will get a quality quote about your. time ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening and you won't have to listen to me solo again for a while because i have an interview set up all right till next time bye bye